Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And now, Nick Saban, he'll win his second national championship. Remember, he led LSU to a title in New Orleans over Oklahoma. Now here tonight on the strength of a very well-coached, well-recruited defense. The Crimson Tide will be rolling back to Tuscaloosa with their first national championship since 92. Little did we know what was to come. Hey, Maggie and Perloff here on CBS Sports Radio. Five more national titles as Nick Saban announces his retirement yesterday. Perloff, the only coach to win championships in three different decades the only head coach to win national titles at two different schools since the AP Top 25 started in 1936. I mean, he's got all the accolades. He's the greatest. Wait, what was that last one? Three? Three. The only coach to win three champion, championships in three different decades. Right. So this, uh, I was like, wait, what? And then I realized, yeah, 2020. Yeah. That's 2020. Like we're in a new decade. Of course we because are. 2007 feels like it was yesterday. How could that be three <laughs> decades ago? You know what? This is the, the power of Saban. And this is why days like this are always a little like they're tough because even when a guy's 72 and of course he's going to be retiring soon, it's hard to picture the sport without him. You know, Tom Brady's the same way. Coach K was the same way. Roy Williams. We'll see what happens with Belichick. Pete Carroll yesterday uh, forced out of Seattle. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but it always makes you check in with yourself. It's like, wait a minute. Didn't Nick Saban, wasn't he at the Dolphins like five, five minutes ago? Turns out, no, it was 17 seasons at Alabama and uh, and a dynasty and and changed the sport, really. We can get on into all the accolades for Nick Saban, greatest college football coach of all time. But you and I started talking a little bit about who steps in now. Yeah. Because college football never rests. It is a 365-day-a-year sport, and now Alabama has this really big task in front of them to try to replace a legend. Yeah, and – Listen, they they are not Alabama five years ago where they were definitely – they were number one in everything. It was going to be a hard job for Saban next year too. I think that this team – we were surprised they made the Final Four. I, I don't think – when they lost to Texas, it seemed like it was not going to happen. And then they easily could have been displaced by Florida State this year. So I think that's a tough job. You said something that, that I'm not sure I totally agree with. What's that? If you refuse to follow the GOAT and you don't, you don't want to take that on – is that a sign of weakness? Say, like, listen, I, I don't want to follow Nick Saban. Yeah. But like, what the heck am I going to do there that's going to impress Alabama fans? I understand that logic as a coach. Okay, so let not all situations are created equal here. So if we're looking at the odds to replace Nick Saban, this comes from betonline.ag. Dan Lanning is number one, three to one odds. You know, was a 
you know, an assistant, not one of the top 10 assistants. He was like a grad assistant, whatever they call like the, yeah. the next tier of guys. But he did spend time at Alabama. So he's three to one. Dabo Sweeney, who obviously played, won a championship at Alabama. He's four to one. Lane Kiffin, five to one. Then Deion Sanders and Kalen DeBoer, six to one. Pat Shermer is nine to one. Pat then, Shermer. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll get to Urban Meyer at 10 to one. And we'll, and we'll talk about Urban in a second. But I think that if you're Dan Lanning, you have a great thing happening at Oregon. I would not accuse Dan Lanning staying at Oregon of that being, you know, fear of taking over Nick Saban's program. I'm not talking about uh, Kalen DeBoer, who just was playing in the national title game. I, I don't think him staying at Washington is a fear of being in Nick Saban's shadow. I'm talking about other guys who would simply pass on the opportunity because they don't want to be the guy to follow the guy. And I think that's loser mentality. And I don't think coaches have that mentality. I think it'd be hard to be a coach and have that mentality because you have no idea, A, when opportunity knocks, B, you have to have some belief in yourself that, you know, sure, are you going to be the next Nick Saban? No, but that you can do a good job. You're not being set up to fail. And I think I just have a tiny bit of experience of this. I was somebody who in the broadcast world did step in for someone who had been in their seat for 30 years. And I'm happy that I had that experience. I, I wouldn't have traded that for anything. So I know a little, at least in our lane, what that's like. Yeah, but it does feel like it's this is not going to go well. Do you understand? I, I feel like whoever takes over at Alabama is going to have a hard time because, as you noted in the first hour, it's a different college football landscape. NIL has flattened the curve. Georgia has risen to this powerhouse. You got LSU looming around with a lot of money as well. Yeah, this is a this was this a big is, day for LSU yesterday. It's going to be a tough job for Alabama. I think I, I think it's going to be hard to win regularly. Jalen Milrose is one of the Heisman favorites coming back. So, and you have this ridiculous offensive line who's young and going to be really good. But I still think, like you look at, it, it's not 2018. You don't feel like, oh, Alabama is going to be there every year. It already feels like it's slipping. Okay, so part of this though is going to be. On the fans. And I know that's really hard because you are used to a certain standard and you become accustomed to a certain lifestyle. It's like talking about two people getting divorced, you know. You become accustomed to a certain lifestyle. And I know that, you know, losing one or two games a year has become the norm. But I think if the fans really did give the next coach a chance, then there's a possibility that you can do like an Aaron Rodgers to a Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers situation. Like there is a possibility that you can have two great coaches back to back. But I think a lot of it has to do with the fans. Like you're going to have to be just the tiniest little shred of patience. And I would hope that Alabama fans would understand that. But, you know, I, listen, I can't tell fans how to behave. I would never tell a fan how to behave. And you... You know, you're you're either going to be hard on the next guy or you're going to give him a chance. Yeah, the funny thing, too, about Alabama, and Nick, Nick Saban said this, are they, they're not Mr. Moneybags down there. It doesn't feel like they have more resources. If you're looking, okay, look at Texas A&M and the Houston oil money and look at uh, Oregon with Phil Knight and look at Miami, what they're doing with all these boosters. The thing about Alabama, can they – Pay more than anybody else for every for all these players and all these coaches. So I think how's it worked out for A and M in Miami though? It hasn't worked yet, but that's a question. Where is college football going? Where it's going to be a pay for play model? That's why I wonder. And you know, people are speculating that Saban is like, I don't want to deal with this NIL stuff. Maybe in an NIL world, Alabama is not Alabama. Uh, I think you might, and I don't know that they can necessarily 
can they afford to buy out Dan Lanning for $20 million plus a lot more? There's a rumor out there that it's even more than that. And then pay Dan Lanning so much more than Oregon? I'm not sure that's a no-brainer. Listen, I never underestimate the power of a uh, powerful college football fan base to find the money. It feels like they always find the money. And I don't think Alabama's going to be any different. Now, you had asked me right before we went to break about Urban Meyer. So right now, he is a 10-to-1 uh, the next odds on favor to be the head coach of Alabama. On the surface, this sounds pretty insane. Why is that? Well, because Urban Meyer's kind of flamed out, you know, stocks low. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I Really? I feel like he's on anybody who, <laughs> any former coaches on TV, their stock just rises the more, <laughs> yeah, the more they talk on TV. Jacksonville. That's how uh, that, But yeah, but Sabre was terrible in Miami. I don't think college yeah, football Not to people, the degree of scandal that, that Urban Meyer had. But, but, Scandal of college football? Bring it on. They don't <laughs> care about any of that. I know, and Urban Meyer is synonymous. But here's the thing. This is why I think you might be you, – you're on to something here, and, and I don't know if this is going to be true or, or whatever, but they said yesterday after Nick Saban retired, the athletic director for Alabama said they are going to have their coach in 72 hours. He also said, do not trust anybody and any information that's not coming from me, which I get. But if you are going to have your coach in 72 hours, maybe somebody who's just available, like Urban Meyer, where you don't have to deal with a buyout, you don't have to deal with a you know the private plane, tracking planes, you know Lincoln Riley's plane going from Oklahoma to USC, whatever. Like maybe this is just the easiest way is somebody who is on the open market. Yeah, and clearly I mean, Urban's the best coach on the open market. Urban is. It's funny if you're talking about who's who follows in legacy of Nick Saban, it's clearly urban. They both come from, had success in some weird Midwestern school and then went to different places. Like he's friends with Bill Belichick. They're very, they're quite similar. I understand they're both talk in a real kind of monotone, serious way. Yeah. They don't look like any fun. No. Uh, and also urban, ironically, I think is more of an X's and O's guy than Nick Saban. Urban had that great offense, which nowadays everybody has, but he had the spread offense. I think Alabama fans would be psyched if Urban Meyer came out of retirement. But he said, he said I, I was looking it up. He said multiple times during the season, I don't want to coach again. I'm well, done. then you know he's definitely coaching again. But also the pressure was too much at, uh, at Ohio State. Alabama, that's a lot of pressure. So I wonder if Urban Meyer knows himself well enough to say, I, I can't handle this. Well, there's another part of it, too, which is Urban Meyer has had scandals at Florida, at Ohio State. I mean, that the one thing about Saban, whether there are skeletons buried or whatever, it never really got out. I mean, Urban said... No, to, you're right. Urban said to take in some real slings and arrows because of, you know players and what they've done at Florida, which a documentary came out, basically paper mache over that entire story. It was like nothing ever happened, but he had to answer hard questions about that. And then what happened with Ohio State with one of his assistant coaches. And so, you know. Well, I think that's attractive to some fans because it says that Urban is not going to play by the rules. Like he's going to be like Harbaugh. I, I think a lot of fans are like, okay, well, Urban, we know will bend the rules and you really got to be aggressive in today's game. I don't think that's a downside necessarily. The guy has three championships. No, I get it. Eight there aren't a lot of three championship coaches out there to hire. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Uh, would love to hear from the Tide fans. Who do you want? Like, we had a call earlier from Alabama. Who gets you excited? 
you know, Lane Kiffin was fired by Alabama. That is the one thing that makes me have a, a little pause is the same person who fired you, the athletic director, the same person who's going to hire you for what would ultimately be a career-defining move for that athletic director. Yeah, uh, yeah, Lane does not feel like Nick Saban's predecessor. Also, to be honest, got... I think he's the best choice to be fought, to be honest, because well, he's so you... different from Saban. He 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 would never try to do a Saban impersonation. I think we're going to see the same thing with Bill Belichick. Would you rather have Lane Kiffin than Sark talking about former offense coordinator? I don't think Sark's available. But if you're asking me, yeah. I would say Sark. But yeah. I don't think Sark's available. Because I, I think they're very similar. These great offensive minds. Listen, not available. Let me put it this way. I wouldn't leave if I were Sark. Yeah, I feel like Lane Kiffin has a degree of not seriousness that'd be hard to follow Saban. Uh, because of everything. We all no, know I the like stories. I like that, though. I yeah. like that. He's like, tweeting silly things. Like, I, Lane knows what he's doing. He's been through so many ups and downs. <laughs> but there's such a blow-up capability with Lane. It could go so bad. Yeah, but he also, has a, really, USC. He also has a really thick skin. The USC, Tennessee, the Raiders. I don't know. Yeah. No, no, it's gone sideways for Lane Kiffin a lot of times. Yeah, that's why it just feels like a, an odd choice to me if they went with Lane. But I don't think the so, certain things that might bother the, the, the next person in line to Nick Saban, I don't think would bother uh, Lane Kiffin. I know I don't. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. As if we couldn't have more breaking news. We've got more for you. More from the coaching world. Do I do it now or do I take a break? Oh, do it right now. Right now. Let's go. Adam Schefter. Is he the only one who's reporting it? Or someone else, too? Rappaport. Uh, Mike Reese and Adam Schefter from ESPN. There we go. Here's the story. Bill Belichick leaving the Patriots after 24 seasons, according to sources. This from Schefter and Mike Reese. Uh, Reese covers the Patriots. Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots are expected to part ways Thursday after a remarkable 24 seasons together, ending an unmatched run in NFL history that included six Super Bowl titles, league sources, told ESPN. Belichick and Patriots owner Robert Kraft spent a good part of the week periodically meeting and discussing how each side wanted to proceed. From sources familiar with those conversations, I'm reading from ESPN here, there was said to be no conflict, no disagreement, and in the end, productive talks resulted in a mutual decision that left both sides comfortable and at ease. Belichick and Kraft, as one outside party noted, quote, took the high road. Wow. I'm shocked, actually, that this is coming right off the heels of Saban because have, they're so close. Yeah, it's actually not surprising because they're twins. They're the same person. Yeah. One's the NFL version, one's the college football version. I think Saban's maybe a little lighter than Belichick, but when you think about it, uh, you know, we're, I mentioned before, we're going to have Monty Burke, who wrote the Saban biography. There's three chapters about Saban and Belichick's friendship yeah. and how they they're uniquely look at the game differently than everybody else and the intensity and the sort of commitment to detail. And it is not surprising at all to me. I, I, you can't be surprised. You actually, you also called the Belichick was going to leave. Well, yeah. I mean, everyone kind of had that <laughs> one. My, my Saban uh, prediction was a little bit more from the logo. But, but I think that Belichick, it's interesting, this timing with, with the owner – is he going to be traded? That's what well, it's not clear. They, he sat with the owner. Could you get a second round pick out of this with Bill Belichick? Is that why it's taken a few days to work this out? Uh, so more Belichick has one year remaining on his contract. He will be allowed to leave the team without the Patriots seeking compensation. That was the fi- That's the oh, final paragraph. Well, there you go. Of that this, answers that question. Schefter said that. That's the Schefter and Mike Reese report. Belichick is free to leave. I think that's what they're talking about. Taking the high road. 
right? And yeah, both okay. sides coming to an agreement here, right? That this is big. I mean, even though we knew the writing might have been on the wall for some time, to get the finality of Belichick leaving after 24 seasons, which is the breaking news that's happening right now, um, is is not nothing. I mean, yeah. we're talking about all these changes that we've seen in sports. It started with college basketball with Roy Williams and Mike Shashevsky and Jim Beheim, and now it's bleeding into Tom Brady and some yeah. players that we've seen hang it up and now coming for college football and professional football. Unbelievable. And you, you can't help but connect a dot that Mike Vrabel gets fired the other day and now Belichick's not there. That that seems like the obvious one. Well, I think this was happening anyway. Yeah, I, I do it think was. Gerard Mayo is still... I would imagine he still has to be the front runner. I would think Vrabel. He's in the building. I hear you, but I I don't know. Maybe it's just because I have a lot of Patriots uh, yeah. friends. They're all about Vrabel. Right, you know, they've they seen think it. They, they think they have Vrabel already. Well, they and they've seen it. You know, that's the one thing that Vrabel has over Gerard Mayo. He's been a head coach. Yeah. And he's had success. Uh, that's another question. Do you want to follow the shadow of Bill Belichick <laughs> in, in New England? I What's think a it's, tougher shadow? Well, oh boy. I don't know if he's Brady left and the Patriots aren't the Patriots anymore. They just it's not that hard to follow up a four win team. It's a little easier. Alabama <laughs> just made the final right, they were four. Overtime, one so, one play away. If you're, gonna, from... if you're gonna rank shadows that are easier to step into, maybe the Patriots right now. Yeah, but I think as we've learned, the grace period you get in the NFL is not much, you know? Like, NFL, you're hired to be fired. College, yeah. college, uh, maybe the same. But. I mean, listen, Jimmy Johnson came in for Tom Landry and went 1-15, and 15, and that, then he went on to win two Super yeah. Bowls. So I think it, I think it's easier to follow a shadow in NFL because you can rebuild so fast in NFL. Yeah. There's nowhere to go but down for Alabama. That's true. That's true. But you're still going to always be compared to Belichick. And here's the other thing about Belichick. So we have Belichick and say Belichick is out with the uh, – Parting ways with the New England Patriots. That's the news this morning if you're just tuning in. And obviously Saban retired yesterday. I just think at least we've seen Saban assistants and the Saban coaching tree go on to have success other places. Like I'm watching Sark <laughs> coach Texas, you know, he's part of that tree. There's, you know, he's also part of maybe a Pete Carroll tree. But like you have guys who well, actually have had success. Look at Kirby Smart. Belichick's assistants don't do anything yeah. compared to what Belichick was. You know, yeah. if you want to say Bill O'Brien made the playoffs, sorry, good well, for also, him. Also, you know, Bill O'Brien's the perfect case because he was under both guys. Yeah, right. That's true. Yeah. Um, and by the way, there's talk Bill O'Brien could be a candidate at Alabama. Alabama. He knows it really well. So, but it's like, I, why, I guess what I'm saying is, if you're going to go with a Belichick um, disciple to take over for him, why wouldn't they suffer the same fate? as all the other Belichick disciples. Well, because Rabel had success. Made the AFC title game. And you know? Rabel didn't coach with Belichick. I'm saying no. if you went with Mayo or if you went oh. with Josh McDaniels or Bill uh, O'Brien. But know? Rabel still feels like a Belichick disciple be, because it says Three he was there. Bowls. The ultimate Belichick coaching job was 2001, and Rabel was a big part of that. He's He's got Patriots DNA. You know it. So, yes, technically he's not part of the coaching tree, but he is. No, I get it. I get it. It's like it's just that, that it's just failed so often. You know, it, it has with with the Belichick acolytes. Like it is just failed. It it's not. It has not nearly produced. And that's been the one weird thing about the Belichick tree. And I've heard other guys talk about this, like Michael Lombardi, who worked for Belichick in two different places. And he said Belichick doesn't let everyone in on what the magic is, like what the sure. secret sauce is. He sure. keeps guys really siphoned off. Do your job. You be responsible for this. You be responsible for that. And uh, and I think it it's. To a detriment. And also, I think guys try to go in and be Belichick, and you can't do that. Yeah, and also, there's a real challenge here with New England. Like, Gerard Mayo could take over. The defense is going to be awesome. 
But you have to redefine that offense. They were you watched them this year. That was awful. Uh, awful. How's Vrabel going to do that? Yeah, I know Vrabel's got the same. Mayo and Vrabel both have the same challenge. How are you going to modernize that offense that Belichick kind of sucked the life out of? You know, one thing is, and I think this is important too, because we'll talk about this with Chicago, who made an interesting decision yesterday that they're going to keep Matt Eberflus, the head coach, but they moved on from all of the offensive side of the ball. Everyone's gone. Offensive coordinator, every position coach, they're all gone. And it's like, if you're going to, you better give Matt Eberflus a contract extension because what offensive coordinator who's worth their salt is going to walk in to a lame duck situation with a head coach where you guys could all be fired in a year? So, like, that'd be one thing for Vrabel or for whoever follows up with Saban. That head coach has got to be pretty in good standing to be able to get the assistance to come and support you and think that they have, you know, a, a solid, like, solid footing. So let me get this straight. You're saying the Chicago Bears could take Caleb Williams number one overall and it wouldn't work out. <laughs> but yeah, I think you bring up a great point. Like this Eberflus situation is a mess. Yeah. What the heck are the Chicago Bears doing? Well, they didn't go far enough. They tried to do this half measure and it, it, that never worked. And they but... know that they've never had a good quarterback. And it feels like they're already going out of their way to screw the next quarterback. Well, and that's where you come to Saban and Belichick. Like whoever takes those jobs to get the good assistance to come and not say, oh, you're just the guy after the guy. This is going to last two years and then you're going to be out. You got to make a serious commitment to that person, I think. You got to show Absolutely. your weight is really behind them. If you're Robert Kraft or if you're the boosters at Alabama, yeah, because Alabama and Alabama talk about recruiting, they're already losing recruits. So you need to have a solid base of coach and assistants there. That's I think it's tougher in Alabama because recruiting's going on right now. Just yeah. crazy, just crazy. Got any other goats who are going to step <laughs> down? <laughs> Do we have any who are playing? LeBron, Phil Jackson, yeah, LeBron, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you could argue player coach LeBron James could retire. <laughs> yeah. The next great coach to step down. I guess he's the next man up, right? And we don't know what Pete well, Carroll's going to do. Pete Carroll might not retire. Belichick's not going to retire. They're both probably going to be coaching somewhere else next year. Just not safe. Wait, there's got to be another old coach who's on, on his way out. How old is... Ugh, not really. I, I think this, this is, is the last... This has of, been a big wave here. Yeah. Bill Self's not that old. No. And he's not even that great. <laughs> I know he's multi-champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Champion. Uh, yeah, this and is... Jim Laranega, I don't is, think, rises to the... Uh, this level. is pretty much it. Maybe uh, Hubie Brown will step down as a broadcaster at <laughs> 87. Never. Never. He will be 120 like Moses, still calling games. 855-212-4CBS. Andy Reid. Yeah, but Andy Reid's not old. Yeah, you're is right. Is he 61 or something? 64, I think. That's baby. In coaching, <laughs> coaching circles. Um, He's just getting started. Well, okay, I got one. Mac Brown. Yeah, has a title, but I, I don't know. If Not he's in the this big, conversation. Big goat conversation. Well, you know, actually, he has a lot of wins. Yeah, but... no, he's, I love Mac Brown, but yeah, I don't think it's the same impact. Okay, so here's the news. If you're just getting caught up, all in the last 24 hours, Pete Carroll has been forced out of Seattle. Nick Saban retired, and now the latest from this morning. Bill Belichick and the Patriots are parting ways. And as part of this, uh, you know, agreement that Belichick has with Robert Kraft, even though he has a year left on his contract, he is going to be free to go wherever he wants to go. They're not going to be trading for him. They're not seeking any kind of compensation. This is it. Clean and out. 855-212-4CBS. You're welcome to weigh in on all of this coaching news. Belichick. Saban, who should be replacing these two gentlemen? We'll get more into that next. Maggie and Pearl off CBS Sports Radio.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I'm in a contract. Um, do what I always do, which is you know, every day I come in, work as hard as I can to help the team in whatever way I can. Uh, and so that's what I'm going to continue to do. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. If you haven't heard, Nick Saban retired. Now Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots are parting ways. I got a poll question for you, Maggie. Okay. Whose status as GOAT, greatest of all time, is more secure, Nick Saban in college football or Bill Belichick in the NFL? Oh, that's a good one. I mean, I think the answer is both. But if you're going to make <laughs> me pick one. The hence a poll. You can't click yeah, both. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, honestly, I I think it's ooh, I think it's probably Belichick. It, it, but you know what? I just made this case for Nick Saban yeah. being the GOAT, and it's he's going to carry that title forever because there's so many changes coming to college football. Yep. I think it's going to be so much harder for dynasties to exist. Mm-hmm. Like you go to a 12-team playoff, and you think they're stopping at 12? You go to a 12-team playoff – that could continue to grow. I think it's just going to be too many obstacles like to to put together the type of dominance that Alabama did, not to mention NIL and the transfer portal spreading out more of the talent. Yeah. Like Nick Saban in the early days of Alabama, like used to be able to stash five stars. Like guys would wait because they knew Alabama would be one of your, not your best shot to the NFL, but be a good shot to the NFL. So you'd sit for two years behind yeah. somebody. Like that doesn't happen now because there's too much money at stake. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I think it's easy. I think it's Nick Saban's GOAT status is much easier than Belichick's because Belichick's GOAT status has taken a major hit since Tom Brady left and he started losing. And then here's the thing. Bill Belichick wants to coach next year. We The typical path is great coach leaves great team, then goes and flames out in his last job. If he goes to the Chargers and they have 700 injuries like they always do and end up being 6-11, and 11, yep. I'm telling you, his status as GOAT in NFL is going to get slowly, okay, but, slowly nicked away at. But I think that's prisoner of the moment because we all saw the six Super Bowls. And I yep. know that Brady 
proved a lot by winning one in Tampa, but that doesn't erase but you know, what Belichick did. That's insane to but me. But it's a goat. Goat is a perception thing, and you know that perception is out there that it was all Brady. Uh, Julian Edelman said the other day that we worked for for Belichick, but we played, played for, for Brady. Brady. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. I mean, it's just that was actually a. Uh... Danny, oh Danny Amendola, yeah, yeah, same, was, but same Netflix thing. It was actually right. Socrates. I, I just, <laughs> Danny, it was Aristotle and Socrates together. But the other thing too is Bill Belichick's ghost status. He's going to have the most Super Bowls, but there are a lot of people who think that Bill Walsh was a better football coach, and Paul Brown invented every single thing in the sport. And then you have the shadow of Vince Lombardi from a different era. We don't really know. Nobody was alive for Vince Lombardi, but we know there's a play about the dude, and he wore an overcoat, and he's Vince Lombardi. And there's a rest stop named after him. Belichick has more competition, ironically, than Saban, in my opinion. Saban's got Bear Bryant, and who else is even in the conversation? Okay, the thing is about Belichick, like, I I can't, it, it bothers me a little bit that, this has taken such a hit that Belichick's like, you know, that his reputation, I guess, or his status as a legendary coach has taken a hit just because they did what a lot of teams do, which is pick wrong on a quarterback. And that's what ends up falling, falling off. Meanwhile, like this is the thing we, what do we say? Wins aren't a quarterback stat yet. We define Brady greatest of all time by the Super Bowl wins. Don't we? Because Brady's yeah. not the most talented quarterback. No, and even no he doubt. would tell you that, yeah, right? He's not even nearly the Exactly. Most there are guys who are faster, better arm, better athlete, all that stuff. Yet, we crown Brady the GOAT because of his seven Super Bowls, because he won more than anybody. Yeah. Yet, when it comes to Belichick, and you're talking about wins and losses, which is actually what coaches should be defined by, yeah. all of a sudden, the Super Bowls don't mean as much for Belichick. Like, all of a sudden, they only meant something for Brady, even though we all know Brady wasn't the best player to ever play quarterback. The winning did it for Brady. It doesn't do it for Belichick. If somebody explained to me the hypocrisy of that. Um. Well, because sometimes the coach makes the great players, and sometimes the great players makes the coach. That's the thing out there. You don't think the two of them together were why this whole thing happened? Was Brady out there, you know, tackling, uh, like, the, the running backs, like, I, he he didn't play. He, I understand he is incredible, and he is responsible for a lot of it. But you can't say that Bill Belichick was a mere bystander. What Was the headset even plugged in? I mean, the way that we're talking about Belichick now, or some people are implying that he was a bystander on the Tom Brady Express, is so is such crap. It's so disrespectful to Belichick. No, I mean, you're right. He, the dude could definitely get up to nine wins without Tom Brady. He's he's certainly a good coach without Tom Brady, but GOAT? Dude, I mean, I watched <laughs> I'm just it. I kind of with you. I Come watched on. it. Yeah, I think they two work together, just like Bill Walsh and Joe Montana work together. But I, I definitely think among NFL historians, everyone thinks, oh, well, Walsh created Montana, where now people are not sure. Did Belichick create Brady or did Brady create Belichick? I, I think it's a much closer debate in New England. I and just, I just think that's the way history is going to look at it. They're going to credit Tom Brady a lot more. The balance, there's a balance between player and coach, and the balance is closer to the player in this situation. And I think it's going to get worse because I think Belichick's going to go somewhere else and it might stink. But you're saying there's no balance. Like, it's all or nothing. Either Belichick created Brady or Brady created Belichick. Like, these things can exist where Belichick could have created a yeah. place where Brady could thrive. Brady has said this himself. If he got drafted by the Arizona Cardinals, we would never know who he is. That is the endorsement for them. Game balls. And Brady took it and took it and took it. 
And because he took it, everyone else had to take it. I get it, but like Brady deserves a lot of credit for humbling himself in a lot of ways to Belichick, but Belichick built the program and Brady was just the perfect fit for the program. All right, let me ask this. Mo Lewis doesn't knock out Drew Bledsoe, and Drew Bledsoe is a quarterback. Does Bill Belichick have seven rings? Well, I don't know, but here's – I probably not, but that doesn't take away from the fact that when they had this – when they realized what they had with, with Brady, Belichick didn't bleep it up. He didn't, he didn't say, listen, Bledsoe was a number one overall pick. We paid him all this money, which he was like – ticked off about by the way like that was one of the big rifts between Belichick like early on is that they paid Drew Bledsoe apparently behind his back but he never messed it up he realized what he had in the 199th overall pick like and and he let him do his thing yeah I I just think that Belichick is really it's also a matter of competition there's so many iconic NFL coaches there's just nobody besides Saban Saban and Bear Bryant who's third off the top if you ask the average fan in college football there's nobody else I mean nobody's gonna say Joe Powell or Bobby Bowden Bobby Bowden I was gonna say Tom Osborne I mean there are these other iconic coaches yeah but they they weren't able to accumulate the titles that Saban did uh, Belichick, I think the next job for Belichick is going to have a big say in his legacy because if he goes to another team and it and stinks, yeah, it'll be bad. If but he it goes did to another, Vince Lombardi. If he goes, to, he, Lombardi had one year. Okay, but maybe Belichick's one year. Like that, that we have no yeah, idea. Yeah, if it's what's one year, but if he goes and has a three-year run of mediocrity in Washington, it's going to look bad. If he has a three-year run of awesomeness in Washington, then it's going to be great for him. I think there's a lot more to be written here. Assuming, by the way, are we positive Belichick doesn't walk away? I assume he's not. So, uh, this is some new reporting coming in. And by the way, if you're just joining us, uh, this is the big news. Bill Belichick and the Patriots are parting ways. Now, according to Jeff Howe, who covers the Patriots in Boston, Bill Belichick does want to play, uh, does want to continue coaching. And according to Adam Schefter and Mike Reese of ESPN, the Atlanta Falcons look like a place. Were you just about to say that, Bogish? Well, I was going to say that people have connected the dots that they have not put in a single request to interview anybody since firing Arthur Smith Sunday night. The Panthers, the Titans have eight, nine, ten names. The Falcons have asked for zero permission <laughs> to speak with the current coach. Can I just tell you, literally two minutes ago, they asked for Aaron Glenn. Are you serious? I, just, I kid you not. I could not make that up. <laughs> The uh, Lions defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn has been requested by the Falcons. Okay, so there's one to cover up. Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, also uh, this coming out that, and I don't know if you were just about to say, I'm stepping all over Bogus. No, you're not here. Uh, Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft will hold a press conference at noon Eastern today. So say your watches. Okay, Bogus. Everything else, what else? What uh, we miss? The, well, these things seem to come in threes, right? Pete Carroll done in Seattle, Nick Saban retiring from Alabama, and now Bill Belichick and the Patriots parting ways after 24 seasons. Uh, as you've been hearing, ESPN says Belichick is free to leave without compensation. He wants to keep coaching, and teams will probably maybe want to hire him. Saban, meanwhile, had the retirement spotlight to himself for less than 24 hours. The former Toledo and Dolphins head coach also spent 17 years in Tuscaloosa, leading <laughs> Alabama to six national titles. He won seven of them total, and his teams finished in the top five on six other occasions. And Carroll won the Seahawks' lone Super Bowl over his 14 seasons in Seattle. He wanted to return, but the team called a change, quote, in the best interest of the franchise. And then we have Wink Martindale, officially done as Giants defensive coordinator. He is free to go anywhere. The team, in turn, is keeping the $3 million left on his contract. We already touched on this this morning. 
the Warriors in trouble. Dyson, he'll look over to Jamie! And the right-hand punch on the bounce pass! 12 straight for Valanchunas, who's got a game-high 21 now. Taking over. 100 to 78. Todd Graffinini on Pels Radio New Orleans storming to a 141-105 win in San Francisco. Jonas Valanciunas with 21. Zion had 19 plus 5 rebounds and 7 assists. Steve Kerr not holding back postgame. We've just lost um, the the spirit and the confidence that that has to carry you, you know, against um, talented teams night in and night out. His team booed at home for the second straight time. It is now three games under 500. Oh, Sorry, we were talking before, part of me, Bogish, we were talking about um, all of the older coaches who are exiting their sports. In Perloff, we thought Mac Brown is still a guy, an older guy who's out there. We forgot Greg Popovich. That's going to be oh, the yeah. next. Pop doesn't seem to have any interest in walking away. No, he just got Wemby. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Now this it's is funny. the start of something. He's acting like a young man. It doesn't feel like we, you know, you saw Saban coming. A lot of people saw Belichick coming. Pop's not going to walk away. He's got Wemby. I feel like he's Pop's got, got a new five-year contract. Years. Yeah, he's fine. But he is. He would probably be the next older person. I do think Steve Kerr is walking away. Not because he's older. Yeah, yeah. But How old is Kerr? Probably 60? I don't, I'm is not even sure. 60? No, maybe even not that. Let's see. Maybe Kerr will go coach coach the Patriots. <laughs> I love career this. change now. Let's go cross. He's 58. Let's go cross sports. I mean, listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bob the, Myers. The commanders hired Bob Myers to find their next coach. That's right. It would be funny if he's like, I recommend Steve Kerr. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Sixers have begun their Eagles-like collapse. Three straight losses after falling in OT <laughs> in Atlanta last night, 139-132. And Joel Embiid was out with left knee swelling. The Nuggets lost in Utah, 124-111. The T-Wolves fell in OT in Boston, 127-120. And the Spurs topped the Pistons, 130-108. Victor Webanyama, 16 points, 12 boards, 10 assists in just 21 minutes. And three more top 10 upsets in men's college hoops last night. That's five in two days. Third-ranked Kansas, a 65-60 loser at UCF. Mississippi State took down number 5, Tennessee, 77-72. And number 9, Oklahoma, stumbled at TCU, 80-71. Guys, back to you. Andrew Bogus, thank you so much. We Coming up, we've got more on Bill Belichick and the Patriots parting ways. We've got more on Nick Saban and Alabama's search for a successor. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Here comes one of greater importance if he makes it. And it's right down the pipe. Adam Vinatieri. No time on the clock. And the Patriots have won Super Bowl 36. Unbelievable. This portion of the show is sponsored by the new Hyundai Tucson. The Hyundai Tucson available with complimentary class-leading Blue Link Plus. Now it's easy to use your phone to control your Tucson. Welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff, Bill Belichick, and the Patriots mutually parting ways, Perloff. He's out after 24 years. A lot of news here. There's going to be a press conference at noon Eastern with Belichick and Kraft. But beyond that, uh, Belichick is free to go. This is, uh, they're not trying to trade him. They're not trying to get compensation. And it looks like the Atlanta Falcons are the early team that's been linked to him. And then on the Patriots side, Gerard Mayo, the former linebacker and now linebackers coach, is said to be the front runner for the job. You know, it's funny. Most coaches end in a bad way. 
like Belichick. It's been bad last couple of years. Four and 13, something like that. Four and 13. Tom Landry, famously bad. Uh, We talked about Vince Lombardi was sort of 500 in Washington. You go down the list of great all-time coaches. Nobody goes out on top. That's why it's so interesting to me that Nick Saban made the Final Four and was one play away from getting the title game. He's basically going out on top. He did an amazing job this year. Yep. If I was Nick Saban, I might call my dear friend Bill Belichick. They go back forever. They coach together in Cleveland and say, you know what? You're pretty near the top. I'm not sure you need to go to the Atlanta Falcons and try and – I know you want the win record, but I feel like Bill Belichick can actually hurt his status a little bit, whereas Nick Saban has sealed his GOAT title right now by leaving with a Final Four appearance. Yeah, I don't think coaches think that way. I, I think well, they Saban always is, look – Well, might be. Well, Saban is, but – you know, I think that there's, but nobody's trying to force out Saban. But you Saban's know, I think 72 that, and he realizes, hey, I want to have another life. Here. Okay, but look at Pete Carroll. Like Pete Carroll yesterday, they're basically forcing him out. He's saying, I'm not tired. I I'm, I feel great at 72. I want to continue to coach. I think the Patriots, this is why it's funny that they say they're mutually parting ways. Like, that's not what Belichick said three days ago. <laughs> You know, four days ago, oh, yeah. he's like, I want to keep coaching this team, and, and I'm my, I'm all dedicated to coaching this team. So, but do you think he's going to have – if you had to guess, do you really, realistically think he's going to be able to reproduce what he did in New England and Atlanta? It feels like such a hard assignment to me. I almost would say maybe you should just walk away and do TV like Saban's going to do because this might not end well. Okay, but all you're doing is because you have put yourself in a rarefied air – you're only really competing with yourself. And so if that's me and I'm the coach, I'm like, listen, I still believe in my ability. I I might not win six Super Bowls. It's going to be too late for that. But can I coach up a group of guys and can I get the best out of them? And can I turn people's seasons and franchises around? Like, hell yeah, I can do that. I'm thinking more players. Like, players always end on it. You know, Emmett Smith goes to Arizona. Joe Namath ends up as a Ram. O.J. Simpson is a San Francisco. All those funny pictures of Great Hall of Fame players in another uniform. Sorry, I brought up OJ. That was weird. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I like, usually you try and eke a few more years out of your career when you've lost your effectiveness. And I hate to say it. If I think of the Atlanta Falcons, mediocrity just jumps to right to okay. mind. And I, I can't see Belichick building a champion in Atlanta. It just feels, may, maybe cut that and maybe I'll be proven wrong. But it just feels like a place where coaches go to be average. You you might be right. We have no idea how it's going to go. But for every, like, here's the thing about the Emmett Smith or guys who walked, who hung on and wanted to get the yeah, record yeah. and all that. Like, I still look at Emmett Smith, and when I have gotten chances to meet him or talk with him, I'm not thinking Arizona Cardinals last couple years. Like, I still think of his legendary career in the same way that I think about it with Barry Sanders, who walked away probably too early. Yeah, and and I'm a champion of ignoring Jordan's wizard years. Nobody talks about that. (laughs) No, you're right. You're absolutely right about that. You blasted those into the sun, you know? I I just think that people who are coaching or playing at a high level, they don't think like that. They don't don't go in with fear of failure. Well, there is this thing with Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, though, that Nick Saban doesn't have any of that. Nobody's saying, well, you know, was it really A.J. McCarron or was it Nick Saban? (laughs) (laughs) There's none of that. There is this unique situation with the GOAT, Tom Brady, and Bill Belichick that is unusual. Like Bill Walsh didn't have that situation, even with Montana. Nobody thought Montana built Bill Walsh because Bill Walsh's system then turned around and turned Steve Young into a Hall of Famer. I I just think that the Belichick-Brady thing is a little weird. So if Belichick ends with five losing seasons, that would be bad for him. That's all I'm saying. I I do think it would change his GOAT status. No, this this would be the next thing, is if Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes together win seven. 
then it's going to be like a, then we'll have this conversation again, but not <laughs> but until saying, then. But it's so funny. Andy Reid would never be in a GOAT conversation because he's one of the worst game managers in the history of the NFL. <laughs> it just, just doesn't like feel McCarthy. like Andy yeah. Reid can turn any quarterback into an all-pro, but I, there's no way he's going to pass Belichick. Uh, in the chat, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio, where DT says, Bill B on a podcast with Tom B. I would watch that. Bill Brady, Tom, Bill Belichick. Excuse me, Tom Brady mm. together on a pod. There's no way Tom Brady's <laughs> doing that. Tom Brady could get away from Bill Belichick fast enough. He says nice things now. Well, think about this, actually. Brady calling games on Fox next year, Belichick in the NFC. Oh, there you go. That'll be fun. Now you could get Brady calling Belichick's games. How about a podcast of Nick Saban and Bill Belichick? Now there's something. Oh, it would be breaking down coaching? It could be I mean, it might be a sleep aid. Can you imagine a more boring conversation than Bill Belichick? I think they jazz each other up. You know, there was a 30 for 30 with yeah. the two of them together, and it, it was okay. It was pretty it was okay. I, I just think it's it's kind of funny that they're so they're so low-key the way they talk. They mumble. The two of them going out together is very poetic. Things like this rarely work out in sports because they are mirror images of each other. I, yeah. I'm not exactly sure what their special sauce is, but it's the same. They are basically a version of the same guy. Which is funny because they are together. I, you know, I'm seeing a little of the Bill Belichick, you know, Dallas Cowboys stuff still out there. Now, we're saying Atlanta because that's what the Adam Schefter, Mike Reese article that just came out this morning. They're saying Atlanta could be linked to Belichick. Now, that Dallas Cowboys thing could still be out there. It, depending on, you know, how the Cowboys do and if somehow in some way Dallas loses to the Green Bay Packers on Super Wild Card Weekend, is Bill Belichick possibly headed to Dallas. What? I, I don't get it. You're telling me a guy who's gone 12 and five, three years in a row, you're going to fire him and try Bill Belichick. Well, that's just that that it's more speaking to the status of Belichick and, yeah, and his, his that, place as a me, legend. That'd be crazy because are you sure Belichick is going to make that team better? Maybe Micah Parsons is his Lawrence Taylor. Yikes. I, I don't know. I see Dak Prescott played so well this year to move on from McCarthy. And believe me, this is, sounds crazy. That would be nuts. You have so much momentum. What is the poll question you wanted to put out there? Uh, we put out who's got a more secure GOAT status. Ryan, what's the result so far? So far, Bill Belichick has 37.7% of the votes. Nick Saban, 623 So I think Nick Saban's more secure being then the GOAT. I mean, oh. Belichick's GOAT status, I know you will, you know, you Belichick lives rent free in your head. Yep. Feel like it's a little wobbly right now. That's crazy. 855-212-4CBS. Lots of news. Lots of coaching news. Belichick and the Patriots parting ways. Nick Saban retires. Pete Carroll has been forced out. We tackle all of it. Maggie and Pearl off CBS Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.